This podcast is part of the 76ers Podcast Network. Search 76ers Podcast wherever you get your pods. It was midnight on the Friday before Father's Day, and all through the house, no one was stirring except for me. I was about a couple hours removed from spinning a 40-minute story for my daughter to get her to go down peacefully in her crib. I had pink and purple nail polish on my toes after a day's worth of outdoor activity with the kiddos. My wife was asleep on the couch. I was dozing off as well. And then I immediately snapped to it and was like, oh, shit. we still have to pack for a weekend getaway to the Poconos. Being a parent is an insane life. It's gloriously insane, but there's some insanity to it. The ridiculous part about it And the telling part about it is that no matter how crazy or illogical it gets, you keep on coming back for more. You are a glutton for punishment because it's that damn great. I love talking about basketball, but for as much as I love dishing about hoops, I love talking about parenthood and being a dad, especially being a dad of twins. On this episode of the broadcast, I speak with a member of the 76ers who, yes, makes his living playing the game of basketball in the NBA, but is also a recently minted member of the Twin Parent Club. How you doing out there, 76ers pod people? I'm Brian Seltzer. Happy Father's Day to those to whom it applies. I'm a dad, been one for a little over two years now. We do have twins, a dude and a dudette. Our man is Asher, and our little lady is Jordy, and it is just the best, especially at this phase and stage of their lives. 26 months old, able to communicate, knock on wood, figuring things out, exploring the world, engaging with other people and each other. And if you're a twin parent, you get it. It's just so neat that the two kids have each other as buds. Like I said, I love talking to people about being a dad, hearing stories about their kids, particularly when it comes to other people who have twins. And during the winter, it might have been right around Christmas, I was catching up with Kyle Quinn after a practice at the 76ers training complex in Camden, and the subject of kids came up. I told him that I had twins, a boy and a girl, and I could kind of tell based on his body language and his facial expression The fact that I had twins piqued his interest. So the conversation continued a little bit more, and he ultimately told me that he was expecting twins in a few weeks at the beginning of February. Last Kyle and I spoke, it sounded like everything was going great. So I figured, why not, for this special Father's Day edition of the broadcast, share a conversation between myself and Kyle O'Quinn about basketball and being twin dads. Life is what it is, you know, life is good. And um, ultimately my family's safe, you know, we're safe together in our little safe spaces and we're finding a way to connect. And it's a challenge, it's definitely different, definitely put a complete stop to a, you know, regular scheduled programming, but I think we're handling it well. And I think that, you know, we're cool. We're cool, we're not that bad, man. Let's talk about your family because it is bigger in size than it was this time two <laughs> months ago, right? Yes, sir. We definitely had an addition. Well, two. And uh, 
and it's definitely you know been bring bringing some joy during this time you know with the with the family my friends just asking for pictures and things like that and i think that you know came at a good time you know with the whole all-star break but then it came at a really good time when this kind of hit kind of gives us something to look forward to some responsibility and like you said like just the addition is just of sleepless nights is kind of cool, I guess. So let's unpack this a little bit because as uh, being relatively fresh into fatherhood myself, two-year-old twins, um, I always have a soft spot now when I hear about people having a baby or babies. Um, but especially when I found out that you were having twins, I was like, I, I just wanted to know what you were thinking. How did you even find out? You know, uh, Kind of having gone through this process already, because my sister also has two boy, two twins that are boys as well. So I was right by her side. You know, her husband obviously was right by her side, but I supported my sister all the way through. So it was kind of like the same thing, being coached by my sister in this situation. And then I would say, you know, just the excitement of not knowing the gender until they came out and all that kind of stuff, kind of like, you know, let the excitement get the, the juices flowing for a time that I already pre-scheduled all-star break. And then I kind of had to roll those juices into this quarantine time. Like, well, I excitement is still there. Work has to be done, but the excitement of, of these guys is still there. And everybody's kind of, you know, riled up about it. And we're just, you know, day by day watching them grow. The amazing thing to me was that you guys did not know the gender and wanted to keep that as part of the surprise for us, for me and my wife, when we found out that it was twins, um, so we were in the um, examination room where they were doing the first ultrasound, and we started to get a little suspicious because the technician she was taking, not that we'd ever gone through this before, but what seemed like an abnormal amount of time, and we were like, well, what are you doing? What's going on with the machine? And she said, no, I just, I just, I just got to like get into this one part of the device that I haven't used in a while, and then she turns the view screen around. And she's like, normally you would see just one flickering thing on the screen, but here's two of them, and that means you're having twins. And my wife and I, we were just like, it was like the most comfortable punch to the gut I've ever gotten, you know, because you're like so surprised. Then there's this massive piece of news that you're trying to digest. So that was a, enough of a surprise for us. I can't believe that you guys went without knowing the gender. I mean, once, you, once we got over the hump of, you know, wanting to know, um, and, you know, blocking out the noise of, you have to find out, you have to find out. It was kind of like, why do you care? Like, why do you care if I'm not, you know, trying to go and find out? And then once we told it, once we told the doctor that we didn't want to know, and it kind of went down the line of, you know, the nurses and everybody looking at our records, I'm sure they knew on the other side, but, you know, you never had it brought up at the visits or anything like that. So it was kind of like out of sight, out of mind thing. And then it was like, okay, name picking. And then, okay, let's be prepared for any combination. And that's where we were. And I think we were more or less worried about, you know, the safe and sound, healthy pregnancy and delivery than anything. So I think that kind of took our minds off it and the timing and because we were on the road at the time, you know, and, you know, Elton did a great job making me feel comfortable. I can go on the road and because I didn't want to miss it. So with all that being said, it kind of got pushed back once we had the excitement of it is too. So I was just like, whatever. And then. It just kept kept some excitement all the way through, you know. Like we don't know, we don't just don't know. And this was around the time that the team played in Milwaukee, right? That was why you missed that game that night, wasn't it? Yep, 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 yep. And I I stayed back, and then it happened, and everybody called me, and you know, coach, coach made me feel comfortable staying back, and it was all good. And you know, I probably talked to Mike Scott the most about it, and 
you know, me and him were able to chop it up before and after. So it kind of full circle, you know, me and Mike have a lot to talk about, but that's just a new topic we can add to our conversation. So, you know, Mike, Mike was a big help during, during the process. I was going to ask you about that because I want to say before the trade deadline, I think there were three dads on the team. And then you guys added Glenn and Alec, both of whom are fathers. <laughs> yeah. Is there a different type of bond between players who are dads? I mean, is that something that you guys talk about? Yeah, definitely. I think because you have like some questions that you just don't have the answer to. You know, I went to Al a bunch of times on different topics, you know, considering he's super involved with his family and, you know, his kids love him to pieces. and. I had to ask him some questions that he had to give me straight answers and he was honored to do so. So, you know, those things. And then, you know, you just go to Mike and ask him different questions, you know, through conversation. And then, you know, when Alec, I knew Alec, but I never played with him. I knew he had a kid and it was just kind of like, yo, what you got again? Oh, what about you? And then just sparks conversation. Next thing you know, it goes from talking about your career and what car you drive to, yo, like, when did they say that? that? <laughs> like your conversation just shifts. So. It's definitely a cool experience, and I'm happy to be a part of the club. Eat your Father's Day heart out. More Twin Talk with Kylo Quinn coming up. In this time of social distancing, NovaCare Rehabilitation is offering physical therapy from the comfort and safety of your home through their new tele-rehab program. NovaCare will virtually bring their services to you so you heal, build strength, and get back to the things you love. Tele-rehab lets you easily connect with one of NovaCare's licensed therapists through web-based technology that's HIPAA compliant. For more information, visit NovaCare.com. Back to my chat with Kylo Quinn. I feel like every cliche that I'd heard about parenthood or fatherhood beforehand, like, oh, it's the best thing ever. And man, it goes by in the blink of an eye. And all of a sudden they grow up so fast. Like, it's all true. Like, once you're in it, you realize right away, like, people say all that cliched stuff for a reason because it's totally true. It's totally true. And it just happens. It just happens. And then you're there. So you have two boys. We have a boy and a girl. You have two boys. What have you learned about your kids in the two months that they've been on this planet? Um, they don't think nothing I say is funny. I, <laughs> you know, I, I think that, you know, I could, I could make, I pretty much, I feel like I can make anybody laugh with very appropriate jokes, but they don't think nothing is funny. Like nothing. I can make noises. I can make faces. It's just either tears or a blank stare. And I'm like, okay, okay, well, I am changing your pamper. Do you appreciate this, buddy? Like, how about that? And then it's like, yeah, right. And then it's like, well, you're not my mom, so there's only but so much you can do for me right now. <laughs> you know what, dude? And that's, that's honestly something that I feel, you know, even in the two years, if I think back on what I've had to come to grips with the most, it's that I'm not mom. You know, you, you want to like – help calm and soothe whether they're two minutes old or two years old or two months old and just sometimes like at least i found and maybe I, I haven't learned all the tricks yet there's just certain things that 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 mom touch like they've got it you know i get what gets me through is just it's not my time yeah you know it's not is i'm here i'm here but it's just not my time to be that that nurturer like you know mom has you know and i love my mom still to this day I don't think anybody could give me that touch like my mom can until this day and I'm 30. So I understand. <laughs> Maybe take the people inside what a night or, or like, why don't we, uh, I, I'd like to say a night is not always representative of what life is like with newborn twins. Maybe give me like a chunk of days uh, of what life has been like. Like, is there 
any routine or predictability whatsoever? No, I mean, they, they totally, they totally um, tell me when I can go work out. They tell me when I can go outside, you know, just based off the crying and the feedings and the pamper changes and not going to sleep right away. You might have, the other day I had a big bike ride with a couple guys up here that, um, hey, we're going to meet at the bike trail at, I think our time was 1130. And I planned on being there. And then I didn't get done in looking at my phone until like 1230, 12.15. I'm like, all right, well, they already started their ride. So I had to ride by myself that day. And it was like, thanks, guys. Thanks. You know what I mean? You maybe miss it, but I guess you're the boss. So just simply just not really going off your own schedule, going off theirs. And I think that, you know, it's fun. But at the same time, it's like, come on, man. Come on. <laughs> you know what I mean? But they don't, they just, that's just what they do right now. And, you know, my sister, she helps me out a lot. And she's like, you know, they run the world right now. So until you get them on a schedule, you know, you roll with this. It's crazy that your sister has a set of twins and now you have a set of twins. And I know that when the team was in New York for games against the Knicks and the Nets, that was back, I think if I'm remembering it right, in the middle of January, you guys um, had like a baby shower of sorts, right? Uh, yeah, we got the family together, you know, and all my family got to, you know, meet just 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 the people that, you know, around our circle just got to, you know, touch each other over dinner, so over brunch. So it was perfect. And, you know, it was nice to see, you know, everybody that, you know, that could possibly be in a room with them in the same room. It sounds like family is a big deal to you. Just listen to the way you talk about the relationship with your sister and, and your mom and all that. Yeah, yeah, they, 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 um, it's just, it's just been us, you know, me and my mom, my dad and my sister, and we have other family members that are great, but, you know, we've always been there for each other before we stepped out the front door. So, you know, we broke bread together daily. So I think that, you know, I can't, I can't really go too much a part of my day without, you know, implementing them, you know, no matter how close or far I'm from them. The crazy thing, and you said this uh, a little bit at the start, was like, this is almost in some ways like a paternity leave for you, <laughs> which, which, and it's, you know, and I, and listen, because I'm, I'm kind of, I think the same way, like right now, I feel like our kids, they're two years old and they're in a really cool developmental stage and it's great to be able to be around them. And it's unfortunate that it's coming at the expense of the world essentially being in peril right now. Um, right. But I, I do think that for you, it's got to be, especially in, in what you do for a living, listen, this is time that you're never going to get back at a really critical stage of your kids' lives and, and a fascinating stage of your kids' lives. Yeah, it's definitely cool. I mean, definitely cool to fall back on. You know, I'd much rather be at work. I'm not trying to duck the work, but I'd much rather, you know, be at work, my job. But, you know, it's definitely something cool to be, you know, fall back on. I'm much super, super excited and appreciative, pre appreciative that, we don't have to be in the hospital at the time, you know, with this going right. on, you know, one of my dude, one of my good friends just had a baby and he couldn't even be in the room. So hmm. with the coronavirus, you know, you know, trying to keep the room limits down. So um, just happy that we got through that point, you know, before all this happened and we had a place where we're safe, sound and, you know, ultimately they're safe and sound. So it's just kind of like a, in our little situations, like a perfect storm, but ultimately, you know, the health of everybody in the, in the world is a concern and we want to get back to the regular schedule, but Every day is, you know, being taken precautiously. Amen to that. Do you have any early memorable disasters uh, with your kids so far? Uh, other than getting pissed on, uh, <laughs> changing the pamphlet, you just think like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And you put the cold wipe to them and then it's just a peace session. Um, other than nothing yet, I'll keep you posted, though. 
so our son came out first and then our daughter and uh within seconds of him being out in the world um he relieved himself right on my wife's face uh Ooh. literally when uh, <laughs> so it happens quick and it doesn't stop i feel <laughs> i would have thought that was so funny that you know she would probably been oh we laughed i would have oh my god i would have thought that was so funny breaks a little tension in the room well great stuff man uh that is great to hear thank you for sharing that part of your story and continue to enjoy the time appreciate it i tried to man thanks man you too Kyle O'Quinn, great dude, all-around, fun-loving, upbeat, high-energy individual. Guys on the team love him, from the players, to the coaching staff, to the front office as well. You know with a personality like that, he's going to be an awesome dad, and a dad of twins, no less. Appreciate Kyle taking the time to tell those stories about what it's like being a relatively new father on the scene. Congratulations to him for his first Father's Day, and a happy Father's Day to all of you out there who belong to the best club on earth. Coming up this week on the 76ers Podcast Network feed, look for a brand new episode of the 76ers Gaming Club Podcast. That should be out on Tuesday. Then on Thursday, the latest installment in our Posted Up Minicast series. And on Friday, another edition of Tom's Talks. I'm Brian Seltzer. Thanks so much for listening. Talk to you next time. See ya.